0: We're back hey everybody what's happening how you doing this is just bob today there is no Hayes, as you can tell from the difference in the introduction uh haze is actually in hawaii right now so i am joined by friend of the pod good movie buddy barry irving how's it going what's happening barry
1: glad to be back
0: yeah man it's good to have you back uh, we this is we've, we've been calling this
1: the new logo era have you seen the new logo? I, I have seen the new logo i'm I'm waiting for my character. I was actually
0: just <laughs> gonna say we <laughs> we had had a conversation about maybe having some of the regulars yeah. also cartooning totally. The, totally. the and totally. so when when you guys would come back on you know as part of the promotion, we would throw the the cartoon up.
1: I one hundred percent support this idea what do you think what
0: do you think of the cartoon i
1: I thought i mean who's who's the artist that you
0: got? It's an artist from Fiverr.
1: Have you heard of Fiverr? I've never heard of
0: Fiverr. So it's this website that it, it originally started with different people that it can offer, you know, hey, I'll design your your website logo, or I'll draw a caricature for you, or I'll and it's I'll do this for five dollars. I can do this for ten dollars, so on and so forth. So you know, this there's a lot of different professional cartoonists that can do something like this, uh, and so i had always heard of. The service. I, I decided. You know, we wanted to kind of jazz up our logo because our first logo didn't really make any sense. It was just kind of a shot of a close shot of both of our torsos. I was wearing a football jersey,
1: oh. and so I
0: was like, "This doesn't even make sense." I didn't it's,
1: even know what it was. Yeah,
0: it's black and white. I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I, like, I
1: remember it being black and white." That's.
0: And so yeah, we. I, I decided we, we decided to take a chance, and the guy did a great job. So anyway, it's and it's relatively cheap. Uh, sometimes it can be offered up for five bucks. So and
1: you guys approached this this guy yeah yeah
0: you can go and say hey you know I, this is what i'm looking for here's a f-, you know we sent a few example photos and uh the one the one creative liberty he did was as we said in one of the earlier episodes he put me in khaki pants in in, in the the head the head to toe shot and so i'm wearing a blue i'm wearing a blue polo uh tiger's hat which is navy blue and then khaki pants so i kind of look like john gruden a little because i because i'm also wearing my headphones that i wear uh for for the podcast, and I'm holding a microphone, but I don't know. I've, I have an Oscar in my hand. It's it's pretty ridiculous, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, Hayes is in Hawaii. He he's like the nation's guest. I don't know how <laughs> how he gets around. It must be all the movie, all the money he saves sneaking into movies. But yeah. B- uh, Virgin Airlines was partnering with somebody, and there was some ridiculous discount. And his friend let him sleep on the couch. He has some friend of a friend of a friend in Hawaii that's letting him stay on a couch so or something.
1: He's not there for anything specific. Just no. He's,
0: to, yeah, he's just wasting time.
1: The right way, and he's yeah. in Hawaii. The
0: guy, and he goes on for for a guy of simple means, as we'll say, how Kate Winslet called uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, you meet a poor person, uh, but uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, everybody drink reference uh but uh yeah for for a dude who you know you know kind of isn't balling outrageous in los angeles uh, goes on a lot of vacations good for him he finds a way life finds a way hayes finds a way <laughs> uh,
1: anyway so
0: we're talking today blade runner 2049
1: blade runner great wow. a lot wow. lot
0: blade yeah exactly blade a lot there's a lot to unpack but uh, i was going to first start we're gonna we're gonna break this down and, and there is a there's a formula that mike and mike The radio hosts for ESPN, you guys, guys? Uh, they they do a a formula for breaking down, um, yeah, the Super Bowl or like big football games, Mm -hmm. and they go they they compare each team in four criteria. They go the team's coaches, the team's quarterbacks, team's defenses, and the special teams, and they'll go through each phase. And they'll give a check mark to either team, and that's how they decide who they're going to pick for that game. Okay. So I thought maybe we could adapt that, uh, especially for a movie complicated or as complicated as this. Yeah. Uh, I thought we could break it down um, from this movie's story, directing, performances, and special effects. I
1: think that's a great
0: idea. And we'll, you know, and we can you know we can try to to approach it. The most well-rounded answers that wow. we can through those. So
1: question before we get started, how are how how hard of spoilers are we? Are we no,
0: not? we we spoiler here. Okay. We we cool. we we do full awesome. spoilers. Cool. Yeah, cool. so we can get into it if we want. We decided cool. we decided early on where the analysis, um, and it's good that we're doing this three or four weeks after the release, so yeah. people can have seen it yeah, and and fun. and come in and check it out, and you know. Uh, Maybe not give away a full ending. Like this person certainly dies, but you know, mm-hmm. we we can talk about the movie. Yeah,
1: there. no, totally. Because there is there are some things I definitely want to say that will spoil some things for the movie. So okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, use your discretion. So anyway, uh, let's get into it. Let's start with uh, the story and and the plot. Would do you have any initial thoughts?
1: Well, yeah, and th- and this is actually the reason why I'm asking about the spoilers because uh first off first off the bat maybe this is almost getting a little bit too juicy right away but like i really appreciated the story because it you it 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 almost takes you down like well first off first off this movie is very much like the first one it is much more centered on creating an atmosphere as rather than like necessarily like telling a story
0: well yeah I, my first note for story that i had here was that there's no central story yeah and it is a little bit part of my criticism for this movie but it's also something that just is part of the way that this movie franchise now is made but you know you, you kind of have three or four different things happening right like you have the jared leto um jared leto jared leto who also um should win an award for most time in a trailer but not actually in a movie because mm-hmm. <laughs> is it remember remember how featured he was in yeah, he the was the suicide squad video. trailer oh and, gosh and yeah. you know oh yeah that's to, yeah yeah and then his next movie is blade runner 2049 and he's all over this trailer and really only has two scenes scenes in it and so man is getting a ton of trailer time for not actually having to work that much so good for him
1: his his, and i mean i actually still haven't seen suicide squad (laughs) funny enough that's and it's like i'm i'm being a being a being the comic book person i am i just can't bring myself to watch it because it's like I got so excited about it and then it turned out to be to get such a bad reception and like I lost faith in it, so now I just don't want to bring myself to see it. But that's
0: yeah. But I gotta, I gotta say, whoever did the trailer for Suicide Squad, they
1: killed it. needs needs an award. And
0: I actually want to do later this year. I want to do and have you back a trailer award show. I'm gonna have you okay. and Hayes and okay. Bobby Peterson, some people, where we just talk about not whether the movie was good or bad, but just yeah. damn, this trailer absolutely yeah. killed the game. Yeah. And I would say sometimes I the movie
1: yeah would be near the top. But... And,
0: and and that would normally. Make the movie, you know, catapult that to the front of the list because the movie was terrible, but yet you made a very entertaining and, and made people want to go see the trailer. And, and I think sometimes the movie is just very interesting, and the trailer, all it has to do is just accent that. And so I think with twenty forty nine, there was just so much to cut in a trailer. I, I thought that this trailer was very intriguing and as well.
1: Also, like I like there was there was a big like they were really focused on not spoiling the the which is funny that we're're we're, while we're talking about how, how oh, we're gonna spoil it for how people. little of a story there was but they they definitely tried because like there were plot elements that like critics weren't allowed to talk about critics who went and saw the movie they weren't allowed to like disclose critics who saw the movie before it was released weren't allowed to give away certain plot points there was like a list that these critics were given before they I want to
0: see the list because it really could have just been like, the spoiler could have been. It's a lot of the same stuff from the first one. The themes are almost identical. But we'll we'll, well get in. We'll, well unpack it in a minute. Like,
1: like you can't talk. Like they weren't allowed to talk about whether or not, uh, whether or not what they like. They're not allowed to say what they think about Harrison Ford being an android or a human, which is like one of the ba- one of the debates that's been going on since the first movie. So oh, okay. likewise, they weren't allowed to say whether or not ryan gosling was because obviously you find that that out pretty early in the movie but you don't find that out until you actually watch the movie okay
0: good point so all right i guess that makes stuff sense. Like that but yeah. back to my point there's a lot of movie threads or there's not a, there are a lot of plot threads there's not a real central story um so you've got Jared leto and in, in his procreation and he's trying to find out the how Ty, the tyrell company was able to have the androids be able to procreate uh, he's trying to do that with his own yes. angels or yeah. or his own uh, androids uh, then you've got the return of Declan that's that's a, a plot thread that we go through we've got the Gosling love story with joy his like weird little yeah. Siri uh, love story that he's got yeah. that was that took up a considerable amount of yeah. uh, oh, yeah. screen time uh, and then you've got the who's the baby so you've got, you know, right there, what did I just list, four? four? There's four plots that make up the, there's four threads that make up this plot. And all of which are given pretty considerable amount of screen time. And so the the story is several stories. So some people like that. Some people like Wait, complexity.
1: You said, you said Deckard, right? Oh,
0: Deckard. Sorry. Yeah. Might be. I wrote Deckland. I thought I was, Deckard. like,
1: missing a character. But yeah, no.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Who oh, no, knows? Fuck it, Deckard. Um, but yeah, so um, but yeah, you've got four threads that are mm-hmm. are um, going through, mm-hmm. making up this plot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the
1: Deckard and the and the who's the baby are kind of kind of tied together.
0: Yeah, I guess that's but I yeah. Would, I would... Uh, maybe maybe I shouldn't have separated them, but yeah, still three 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 stories there.
1: It's still I mean, well because I mean...
0: who's the baby is going on way before Deckard. Yeah, and then you've got yeah. Deckard, and then you know. Yeah.
1: it is it is its own it like it's i i almost think it's along the lines of because i feel like it it is it is part it is it is brought about by this search for the baby which is why i almost tied them together but and we can get into this when we get into the acting i feel i almost feel like harrison ford's character in this movie is good enough to warrant its own like being its own plot element because right like they like, could have gotten into that way early like I, and like, I just I just think the work that like he like his performance is just so grounded and so fascinating and like I was talking to Karen about this before we did this like it's it's almost been like this this decade of or maybe not decade like seven to five years of just rehashing all of Harrison Ford's old performances yeah and, let's get
0: into that because this man I'm trying oh. to while I was preparing for this, I was trying to think of an actor that has had more of an iconic influence. Not that the movies, not that he's had the most successful career like a Daniel Day or, uh, you know, like a Brando. It, it, no one's ever going to call him the greatest actor of all time, but the man's iconic films and, and films that Hollywood clearly wants to keep repraising and, and, and keep bringing back up and, and and doing remounts of. And he's essential to all of them
1: yeah yeah like like we've got you've got you got indiana jones you've got star wars and now you've yeah. got now you've got this and like I, and like and like all these movies have been like like you said they're so iconic you got la
0: out there swinging on the vines they've
1: been bringing they've been bringing them back and like the results have been whatever but like his performance in this movie was my favorite out of all of these like rehashed harrison ford characters that have been brought back and I know that like Star Wars played with people's emotions and whatnot, but like the work that Harrison Ford did in this movie, like when he sees um, Rachel for the first time, like there's just so much like gravitas in his face, like you can just like I was like I was very pleasantly surprised, and like you know me, I'm a I'm a Gosling person, like I was very into I was into this movie because of Ryan Gosling, because I've been a fan of his for so long. But, like, yeah, I just really was impressed and enjoyed and, like, possibly my favorite performance in that movie. Okay.
0: Okay. It's interesting, and we're kind of transitioning into performance now, just naturally. It's interesting because do you think there's possibly a torch passing from – ford to gosling and i I wouldn't say gosling's had the iconic success but he's definitely an actor that can kind of you could see having a harrison ford type track with his career and you know he his his general persona on screen lends itself well to noir which obviously ford's been able to murder in his career uh but i think yeah i I think there could be and, and, and like you said Gosling has had movies that have be, already become cult classic movies. He's had uh, Driver. Drive. Or Drive. Fuck, yeah. Drive. I, I, Baby Driver is still in my brain. Um, but, yeah, he's had Drive and, and shit, even fucking Notebook. Like, Notebook, people yeah. love Notebook. That's, I that's, love Notebook. You know, I am not like, afraid. Like
1: image. Yeah, sure.
0: I'm not afraid to talk about how hard I was pulling for that relationship. And if you, <laughs> me, if you get me invested in the characters, if you get me invested in, you know, whatever the, the central theme or, or – or, characters are in a movie i'm i'm for that movie Uh so i was 100% (laughs) rooting for gosling in notebook but but he's had so many great performances did you like half nelson that not that that's iconic but uh great movie uh la la land la la land's gonna
1: Uh, could possibly become an iconic film down the road yeah for sure um i don't even know if 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 there i think i think i think there is like almost like a subconscious torch being passed because, like, if there is a torch being passed, I don't even know if Harrison Ford is necessarily saying, "Oh, this guy is the future." Let me guide him because it's not
0: like to... the it's not like the Rock walking up to Schwarzenegger and they do some sort of like yeah. uh, fist grab, yeah. uh, bicep yeah, pump, and it's, it's like here's the torch
1: being passed. But it's I think it's just I think it's just evolution. Like I think it's just Gosling is kind of like by his own by his own effort sort of like filling that void and becoming a movie star that sort of occupies a similar space to the, to the space that Harrison Ford had when he was, when he was in his younger days of his career. Yeah. And I
0: think out of all the story threads that we had kind of mentioned, I think for sure the work between him and, uh, in ford really are, are, are what pops in this movie mm-hmm. it's it, it, it's but it's well into the it's past the back half of that movie where, oh, yeah. you, where you see them finally yeah. start to interact and it definitely because it's a it's a movie of endurance it's not it's it, it's two hours and 45 minutes or so and you, you feel the weight of it it's mm-hmm. very slow paced you got to be in it and it's it's for fans of the movie it's not for like neither one
1: totally for fans of the movie i am like i had watched the movie. The night before I went and saw it, so I was kind of like already in that headspace of just sort of sitting, yeah. up, watching, and just letting everything just sort of happen around you because it's very centered around swooping across a, like a plane of wherever the scene is taking place, the sounds coming in, like say a, say a, say like Ryan Gosling's walking. This, the the camera will will go from his point of view looking across the city what well, it's very like it's it is an experience more than it is a story mhm
0: and that's and that will lead into directing and you know what Roger Deakins in the cinematography and I have his IMDB pulled up because it's pretty ridiculous but uh yeah let's let's stick with the uh with, with still on performance for a little bit here but uh we have some a few other cameos like like I said uh our boy Jared hashtag uh, trailer stealer mm-hmm. Leto is is and did you what did you think of him he's a little campy or were, I... you, were you all set
1: I thought he was fine. Kind of, kind of, I, I almost feel like you could take that character, put him in, like, a Matrix sequel and not change a single thing about him. He almost... Yeah. And like,
0: people would be like, whatever. Yeah. I just, he's getting... I I don't want to be a Leto hater, because I, I thought he was great in Byers Club, and I liked him in, like, Requiem and, and some of his earlier work, Flight Club. So he's, he's been in some really cool movies, uh, but I... He's getting some big characters now. And I just don't... I'm not into it. I'm I, When he's really had a chance to swing for the fences, Suicide Squad, and now this. I don't know. I, I He's the most forgettable part of this thing. Oh, yeah. You yeah. You can tell you, I can see the work. When I can see the work, it, it turns me off. I, 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 I don't know. Like, his speech patterns that were all fucked up. He was trying to... He was really trying to... I don't know whether it was some of the directing or whether that was his own approach...
1: Yeah, I, I part of me wants to just, and I mean, probably just going off of all the stories that you hear about him, which could be true or not. Part of me thinks that like they're true. <laughs> part of me, th- which is which is what makes me think things that like the way that that character spoke were probably more Leto than the director. But I mean, I I don't think, I don't think he, I don't think his performance subtracted anything from the movie, but I also don't think it elevated the movie that much. And I do think just about every other character that had any sort of substantial screen time delivered a performance that elevated the movie.
0: Shot out of a cannon if you have to recast Lotto who do you cast?
1: Ooh, and I don't even know if I would Vigo
0: Mortensen. I don't know, that's the first name that came to my mind. Okay. Or or Christoph Waltz. Those are two dudes Waltz
1: would be interesting. Christoph Waltz would be interesting. That's a bingo That's his like random level and
0: I think Christopher I was just talking about that. That's the bingo line from uh from Inglorious Bastards. It's very towards oh, the very but yeah. like, just the most ridiculous delivery of a line in the best way. Uh but yeah, I would have I would have liked to see someone or like Javier Bardeem or someone someone very menacing uh get a shot at that role but yeah i think it was just a, a whatever but what did you think robin Wright penn speaking of uh she's on a little bit of a role she's in this she's movie on
1: a role. She, can, she can go to pretty much any like sci-fi fantasy convention that she wants now with the year that she just had okay I mean, she already could because because of uh because princess bride is technically a fantasy movie so like you could argue that she could have already but like man she had a great year for like the nerd crowd, I would say. Yeah,
0: because she was in Wonder Woman, which also smashed. Uh, and then you know she's in this. Both movies, I think, were Rotten Tomatoes. This is Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-eight uh, percent. I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman was up there as well. But playing the um, the steely. Uh, stoic woman who's very aware of how shitty her reality is you know very much like what she's doing in house of cards <laughs> but it's uh yeah she's she's still killing it uh one of the most underrated actor actresses that uh, that's been around for i would agree so, i would definitely agree and then um uh, is there is there oh uh, avon barksdale's in this movie too do you remember him from for like he's in like for like 30 seconds from oh. The Wire.
1: <laughs> Wood Wood Harris. No, <laughs> right. no. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, the, from The Wire? And then yeah. I was trying to remember what character that is in The Wire. And then I did. And I was like, oh, no, yeah, Wood, yeah, Wood Harris was in it for a hot second.
0: Oh, yeah, he's outside of Gosling's, uh, you know, trying to trying to move some stuff. Outside of Garthling's apartment. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, he's, nice, he's, nice reference. Yeah, too. yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, Barksdale's in this motherfucker. <laughs> well, I've just been watching The Wire. I, I don't know if you knew that. Have you? If you've been I did uh, I I'm on season I'm four, episode eight. This. So Ooh,
1: season four was my favorite season of the wire. Actually. I, I don't know what it is. I love the kids.
0: The kids are great. And, yeah. And, and when you get good kid acting, yeah. it's, it really, yeah. you know, that's why, that's why I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. was just like, I still when, haven't seen it.
1: Okay. Uh, but like
0: the, the kid acting is what everyone's been talking about. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's directly as advertised. The kids are really good and it elevates, you know, it elevates oh. it to another level. So yeah. Um, performances. Uh, I thought were pretty solid. So, um, so far, I, I wouldn't give a check mark to story necessarily because I didn't think. and I also thought the story was very similar. The themes released were similar to the first film.
1: I w- I w- well, I guess I'll just get into it. I was gonna wait until we started talking about Gosling's character. okay and I almost want to, but I'm just gonna actually, you know what I'll just I will I will take that. Um, i I would actually give a check mark to story. Because of Gosling's character, and I'll get into that when we start talking about characters. Well, let's get into it. All right. Well, Gosling's character, Kate. Um, I, I, I. First off, like being a big fan of the movie Drive, I thought it was a similar thing where Gosling's character was very like they 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 highlighted his ability to
0: be soulless, subtl- subtlety, empty so like, inside. Yeah. Like the, the pained really, look in the face.
1: Not really, not really giving you too much, but by not giving you too much, giving you a good or letting you letting your brain wonder what is actually going on internally. But sidetracked from that, um, the I think that like th- for, the, for the for the first like two-thirds of the movie, it's almost like this cliche, chosen one type story where you're expecting Gosling to find out that he is the son of Rachel that he is the first android that was create created from another android and that like all of this weight that has been building is is on his shoulders and then the twist comes and you find out that he's not so like throughout this whole movie it's like this cliche thing where it's like oh yeah he's the one he's the one that's gonna You're special born not created da, 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 da. and then you find out that he's not but then we still have this story that we have to finish we still have to uh reunite deckard with this child you mean declan yeah yeah <laughs> we there, there's still all these things and it's gosling that has to do that so it's like you find out that gosling isn't the important one but that he can still do something important and i think that that is like a very a uh, a message that is kind of like important for like this millennial generation cuz i mean just like speaking as speaking from my history and like other people's histories it's almost like we're the we're the generation that like got the participation awards and people rag on us for that and it's like it's almost this thing where like people people other generations look at our generations and say that we were coddled and like made to believe that we were special and there's almost this like feeling when you grow up where it's like the rug gets pulled under you where you, and you find out that you're actually just like everyone else but you can my dollar an hour but you can still do good things which is what Kay's character which is the journey that Kay's character goes on which is why I which is the reason and I thought that like that was really special and in addition to that, it it takes the movie from being this cliche thing into shifting into something else. So for those reasons, I actually would give a check mark. For
0: yeah, time. I just I, I think the themes are still you know you've got the the creation man you know the the themes of creationism mm-hmm. the the tech that's overtaking humans as a species mm-hmm. you know the, the things that are still that were the main themes of the first one are still the overarching themes but of course yeah. you know we're, we're continuing the story so yeah. those themes are still going to be there we're not yeah. going to scrap that and come up with a whole new concept so i agree i you know the 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 story and you know i honestly didn't think about it the way that you just put it uh, i had i had some of that but uh, i i think you explained that very well so you sold me you're I mean, a salesman and
1: I, and I i will say that like the story in the i think there is like it is very much like the original in that the 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 story takes a back seat to the experience okay. for sure but i think there is more story to pull out of 2049 than there is to pull out of the original movie so and for that reason i give a check mark to story because i i just think there is more of a story while still being that experience over plot Okay,
0: okay. And with the story also, and that'll lead us into directing, and, and I think it'll be coupled with effects here as well, but the story gives the, the that side of the film, the behind-the-cameras part of the film, uh, a lot to chew on, a lot to work with. What do you think of uh, Dennis Villanueva and uh, his work that he did in this?
1: I, I thought... I was super impressed. Like, I... And it's it's a weird it's a weird thing where like I I, I I knew going into the movie that that Denis Villeneuve I don't know how to pronounce it
0: no the way I said it's definitely the way it's pronounced
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I knew I knew he directed this film um, I was familiar with his work going into it. I was I I I knew but like I watched the movie and then I I we get to the end and it's like directed by Denis Villeneuve and I'm like oh shit. Really, Scott didn't direct this movie. No, and it was, it was like I and no, Ridley Scott that. was too busy doing that uh, Aliens piece of shit. Yeah, fuck, fuck Ridley Scott. First off, but I think I think that is a testament to how good, how how well this director took the world that was created in this first movie and made this he had to like make this thing that is like his because he has to like take that world and like make it 30 years later but at the same time it is it is it is very much that universe but it is his thing like it it was it was i think i think he did a great job of honoring the original and recreating the original but also making something that is completely new And I...
0: It's like what they did with Jurassic Park, only way better. (laughs) But I think uh, the... Because this dude's been on... Speaking of on a roll, uh, you know, Sicario was one of my favorite movies that year it was released. Last year, I was surprised that Arrival didn't get a lot more love than it did. And it did get a little love uh, come awards season, but not as much as I really thought, including Amy Adams, who was awesome in that movie. Uh, But... And so this is... He's definitely three for three. Um, and I remember there was a, in, and I want to get into his cinematographer for a second here, uh, Roger Deakins. And the man has been nominated 16 times. And when I was uh, taking a film class in at Central Michigan University, Dr. Ken Jerkowitz was like, when you when you really become a fan of film, you start to pay attention to directors. He said, you know, every, anyone can follow an actor, and an actor can, within six months, come out with a brilliant film, then he come out with a piece of shit. And you know, actors. But he was like, when you really become a true fan, you start to follow directors. I'm even one upping Jerkowitz. I was thinking, cinematography, man, yeah. to to become a fan of certain cinematographers, because this guy has had a a fantastic career. And he is, 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 Shawshank Redemption, almost every single Coen Brothers movie, Skyfall, Beautiful Mind. He's been nominated 13 times. He's been nominated for, let's see some of these here, Uh, Sicario, Unbroken, Prisoners, uh, who was a villain. uh, Denis also did Prisoners, which is an awesome movie. True Grit, The Reader. Uh, no Country for Old Men, or Brother Where Art Thou, Fargo, Shawshank. I mean, like, just fantastic career I've never heard this man's name before and you got this movie that is just and, and, and that is what elevates this movie is the cinematography and just the images yeah, that he gives well, you and it's just burned into your okay. brain and you know the the, the the one that's getting all the love on the trailers is that that scene he has with that giant naked woman yeah. uh, that uh, hologram or yeah. whatever but just in general I thought you know anytime you get a, a, a situation like a futuristic world you know you can yeah. kind of let your brain go crazy
1: with with but like even just like the like like the like the the vegas like wastelands like some of those it's shots like mars yeah just awesome like like sweeping and just like desolate and just really well shot so, so. Yeah, I
0: think, I think all those things will lead to a great movie. I think you guys should all go see it. I want to end with this, Barry. Of all the futuristic worlds, and, and I honestly don't know why they don't set more movies uh, farther into the future, because the first one was supposed to take place in, what, 2016? <laughs> so they had to... In and- Nineteen. 2019, yeah, so they had a, you know, and there's hover cars, you know, just like, it just seems so ridiculous now. I don't know why they don't. There's like 30 something, just something way out to where we're never going to have a reference to it. But if you had to pick your favorite. Futuristic uh, setting or, or or world that's been created in, in a film, and you know, I'll just give you some name like Fifth Element or or whatever the hell they were doing in Back to the Future when that was supposed to be 2016, yeah. a, uh, or like a Westworld, Mad Max. Like, what do you do? You have any of those kind of future worlds that that are your favorite? And it,
1: I, I mean, I, I I I kind of don't. I I can say that like I remember being a kid and always like looking forward to what. To like how well 2015 would match up when we got there to the way that they created it in Back to the Future, so like that's always that that's always been my answer for so long. Sometimes it's like that, uh,
0: things are were more fucked up back in the 80s than they are now. Yeah. Like look at some of the cars in the 80s. It, it, it looks like more like the future than it does today. Uh huh.
1: Uh-huh. But
0: anyway, so you don't have a, a specific. I,
1: uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I
0: just, in terms of practicality, my favorite, and also because I really like the movie, is her and just kind of how how everything worked in her. Uh, just that that general world, I really appreciated and, and felt like it was not too far away to something that would be frightening or scary. Or you know, we're overrun with with technology and we're, we are the second class citizen. But but you know, you can enjoy some of the perks of that technology and uh also westworld is just something just yeah. <laughs> the idea of that amusement park seems uh seems I like it could be like, a good time and I like good, good I, way to I, spend I, some if time
1: I more time to think i would i would think I would, I would probably be able to come up with something but like almost what kind of intrigues me are those movies that are or those or movies or shows that are like set in like the near future where like technology hasn't really advanced too much, because oh, that's why her. Yeah. yeah, no. So like, and I don't, and I don't want to steal that answer, but like something, something like that, I think would probably be more to my personal aesthetic. Just as cause. soon
0: as I stop taping, you're going to think of it. and uh-huh. Or you're going to text me in like a day or two and sure. be like, motherfucker, I'm it's I'm definitely I'm this. But anyway, sure. thanks for uh, coming out today, Barry. I appreciate it. I would recommend, and I think you would too, for people to check this out. Maybe, you know. Uh, see
1: the first one first. Yeah, if you
0: definitely have to see the first one. It, it is it is some heavy lifting. Neither of our girlfriends joined us on our journeys just because <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a lot of time. And it's yeah. an endurance uh it, test so but uh check them out and uh, thank you for listening thanks barry for coming on thanks for having me looking forward to the next one yeah and uh, we'll see your cartoon soon man wants a cartoon <laughs> anyway have a good one <laughs> Bye. Don't up, you
1: can't